Thank you, everybody, for coming to another Tuesday night uh, gathering at First Amendment Sports Basement Podcast Studios, gathering uh, virtually and and in and literally. I'm Ken Marangolo. He's Kevin Ricca. I'm very excited. Anytime one of the head coaches of the best conference in the nation takes time out of their schedule to join us, it's a big night for us in the studio, whether it be by phone. And thank you very much, Coach, for being here tonight in person. Thank you. Tim Strachan. I second that, and things are starting to get real interesting yeah. around here. This is what we do this for, getting down to the uh, end of the season when uh, everything counts, and uh, we're going to have some uh, great discussion with, with one of the gentlemen that's going to be right in the thick of it. Running down a dream here, my Ooh. man. Hey, did you do that on purpose? That's pretty good. He Thanks, bro. It's Coach Andy <laughs> Stefanelli, Our Lady of Good Counsel, head football coach. How's it going, sir? It's great. Thanks for having me, guys. Appreciate it. Don't ever leave out Matt, the real deal seal. Unseen at almost any uh, uh, big ticket WCAC event, uh, and almost every other one as well. So That's appreciate right. his uh, insight, his presence. We are finding ourselves coming up on playoff season, uh, not just for football, but for all sports. We will dip our toes in a little soccer water. We'll, uh, we have a couple of uh, uh, updates uh, on a few other pitches. Um, WCAC football is coming into its finest home stretch, uh, and it is every bit of it this season. Uh, the, the programs are amazing. F the games are compelling. Um, and uh, we haven't shied away from the idea that the national champion uh, is in our conference. The number one team in the nation is in our conference. Um, we had some good action, uh, you know, pre pre-playoff action. I, I'm always weary of the last week right before the playoffs, especially when teams are going to play each other for the second straight time and you already know it. But the week before, I think there's a little, still a little spirit, spirit left, still a little kick in, in some teams. Um, where are we starting tonight, Kevin? Uh, we're going to go uh, with good counsel McNamara. All right. Uh, Friday night. Uh, Friday night lights. It was a uh, 31 to nothing victory for the Falcons. And uh, before I pretend to stare into my weirdo notebook of, yes. <laughs> of penmanship, uh, I think we'll let Coach talk to that, talk on that a little bit more. Uh, let us know how the game went for you Friday night, Coach. Well, for us, it was a, kind of a bounce-back game. You know, we had had the loss with Tamatha the week before, and um, kids were excited to, to get back out. It was homecoming, uh, senior night, so last home game for them. So uh, they were ready to play. You know, they wanted to get back out there and, and kind of prove that we were – you know, we weren't the team we pl that played the week before, that that mm -hmm. was hopefully an anomaly, and that we'll uh, kind of get the ship straight and get ready for the playoffs. And, uh, you know, we told them, hey, you've got to win this game and get in and, and start the second season. So they've Nasty weather, though. Real bad. Real mm -hmm. bad weather. I mean, it, it must have been tough to be out there and play, uh, you know, coach and try to do the things that you normally do all week. Yeah, it was wet and cold, and, uh, and you know, the rain <coughs> got harder and harder as the game went on. Frankly, it probably played into our favor a little bit. McNamara throws the ball quite mm -hmm. a bit, and that I'm sure just he had to adjust his game plan accordingly. Sure. Uh, so <clears throat> we like to run the ball anyway, so it kind of you know played into our our favor, I think. But uh, yeah, it was definitely brutal weather. Out there. Well, you did chuck a couple touchdown passes. We <laughs> did throw a little yes, bit. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> just a little bit. So I, I, you know, everyone watches these teams, and they come away with a. Um, a feeling about somebody, um, and it, 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 you know, everyone knows. We, we talked about the bigger names on a lot of these programs, um, and, and there's there's plenty for good counsel. When I saw good counsel play for the first time, when I got to stand on the sidelines and watch, obviously we know the Cams, 
obviously, you know, uh, what Savion's going to do. Uh, it's not that you don't know what Latrell is going to do, but I, I... You love Latrell, man. I think he's great. I love, you should. I, I enjoyed watching him play. Um, I enjoy his the way what he does for you guys. And when you say bad weather, you know, to me, I think, well, it sounds like a 35-carry, you know, night, <laughs> night for the... You know, when the, when, the, when the weather gets like that. So, um, can you, I guess, talk a little bit about your running game, because I know it starts up front, uh, and... and it's impressive. I, I think it's, it's fun to watch. Well, Latrell's phenomenal. You know, he's a phenomenal player. He is what you see. He's big and powerful, mm -hmm. but very humble. Uh, you know, just a great kid. Uh, you know, he leads by example. Doesn't like to talk too much. And uh, but yeah, he's. You know, we like to feed him the ball. He gets better as the game goes along. Uh, of course, with Savion and, and a couple of the other guys we have back there. We try to keep some kind of a rotation going. Cause, yep. uh, it's a nasty rotation. Yeah, oh, yeah. It's, it's, <laughs> it's out to kids. Now, but with every great running back, though, there's big guys up front. And, uh, you know, a lot of the guys carry the ball, get all the, the recognition, and we talk about them every single week. But please explain some of the guys up front that maybe don't get their names in the paper all the time but deserve just as much, if not more credit, than what they're getting right now. Yeah, our line is, is really strong, uh, led by uh, – you know, Mason Lunsford, our uh, left tackle, Lucas Portis, uh, right guard. They're seniors, uh, just having phenomenal years. Uh, Landon Tangwall, of course, a sophomore, gets a lot of recognition because he's a top-level recruit. Mm -hmm. He's a great player uh, as well. And then Michael Hudren, our center, is just a great story. He's a kid who, you know, kind of just came to GC. He played for me, actually, in youth ball. Sometimes he's in, like, in third grade. And RFL. Was, RFL. RFL. Where, where were you? What, what was the? Yeah, we were the Bears. The Bears. Bears. That's right. Yep. The Bears. And uh, played with my youngest son, Jack. And they were uh, – he was just always the big kid who you always saw the potential, but you just wonder if he'd ever, you know, kind of have that nasty streak. And it took to a senior high school, but he's got it now, and he's playing great for us. Uh, right on time. So, yeah. So, those those four really lead the way. And then Colin McCarthy is a junior's. The other guard, he's, he's doing a nice job as well. So. The Beef Brothers, we've talked about them all <laughs> season long. So, hey, I'm going to get my two cents in here on my yeah, guys. Okay. Uh, listen, uh, Jalen Green and Julio Iamel are, are just, I mean, JMU's done done right. They, they, they know what they're doing. They, they got some guys that know how to watch some tape. But my question for you, Coach, stems about back to my high school days. I played four years of high school football for my father. I want you to talk a little <laughs> bit about young Jack Stefanelli out there making clutch field goals, making catches on ESPN, and being the head coach. Just talk to me a little bit about the dynamic that I grew up in, and, uh, and trust me, we get along great. We talk to each other every day now. My dad and I were good. So, you know, when the bad times got bad, they did, but uh, I, want, I want to hear a bit about it from your point of view. It's interesting, because I've coached him. Well, I coached all of my boys, but I coached him since he was very little, and he calls me coach on the field. You know, we he just knows the difference, and uh, I treat him like every other player, believe it or not. Um, and you know, at home, I'm dad, and mm -hmm. it's all good. And we, we really don't talk about it. It surprises the kids. We don't talk about football at home. We talk about, you know, maybe you know, the Redskins or something like that. But we're not talking about mm -hmm. football at home, other than you know specific things that like maybe you know what the schedule is for tomorrow, Dad. What do we? You know, what's going on at right. practice? What do we need to bring to school? But we really don't, and we keep it separated, and uh, I think it works well that way. Now, I spent no, many nights exactly. at Rickers' house. That, did that really happen at your house? We never talked St. John's football. Really? We never sat there. No, no, no. Listen, you want Therese Ricker getting in your business? Well, no, that's true. No, I didn't that think so. That is true. And, uh, <laughs> and, that, and that is what kept the relationship the way it was. Uh, that, that it was very important for that separation. 
I, I like hearing that because there's not a lot of guys I could have that conversation with. Someday I'll talk to young Jack about That's this. Right. And, and <laughs> I'm interested to see what his perspective is. <laughs> Without a doubt. Without I think you'll doubt. be extremely uh, pleased with, with what you're about to hear. This is what we get, so this is what we get every single week. Let's, we'll turn down the music a little bit. And uh, every single week we get the, the enthusiasm. We get a little injection of love. Mustangs and Falcons, Falcons, you better slow the Mustangs. <laughs> I guess I'll give you some Continental. You know what? That actually sounded really good. It actually good did too. sound really good. Uh, the boy can sing. I'm not. I've heard sing. this once or twice before. He can carry a note. Damn. Gentlemen, good evening. Good evening. Good My evening, sir. As always. Tim, good to have you. Uh, we got uh, we got the coach of the Falcons sitting right here at the poker table, my man. In person. Stephanelli, good evening, sir. Tim, how are you? Very well, very well. Excited about uh, this playoff run we're getting ready to make. Yeah, absolutely. All right, so Tim, for, so we, we I, I do owe you uh, <coughs> some Continental. Uh, you and T can argue about whatever you you guys' bet was. Um, and I'll, <laughs> so congratulations. Uh, I, my first question for you, Tim, is what are your thoughts about the other the, the, the other top? Who, I want to ask you, the fan, who do you want to play the most in the WCAC come postseason time? Uh, it's, it's Nobody it's is a nice safe answer. No, I, of course. <laughs> I know, I'm, I'm, that's why I'm, I'm not asking Coach this. I'm asking the super, our super Absolutely. fan correspondent. Well, you know. It's always nice to uh, it's nice to play all those teams, and it's nice to beat all of those teams. Mm -hmm. Honestly, I, I can't speak from personal football experience, so I'll just have to put that out there. But uh, I'd like to play Gonzaga again and beat them again just to uh, put those guys in their place uh, <laughs> for the playoffs. Okay. All right. Um, and then see St. John's in the championship. Um, but I, I don't know if that's, if that's what's in the cards, so I guess we'll have to see. Of course. I always enjoy putting a Gonzaga guy in his place from time to time. I, I'll agree with that. Now, listen. There's plenty of, there's plenty of them in my We in love my all you Gonzaga guys. Listen, I'm not going to argue with what anyone's saying here. But to be fair, right before I showed up. To be fair, Jeff Clay is not on the line right now. And, uh, you know, Gonzaga doesn't have a foot to stand on. So let's, uh, let's, let's understand that that's the case. <laughs> And, uh, and yeah, we'll, we shouldn't uh, gang up on them. No, 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 no. And everyone can gang up. Hey, if I'm not here, I know you guys be ganging up on me. Look, <laughs> this, this is, is how it goes. Really true. We always talk about this conference and the brotherhood. Like we can chirp at each other, but when another conference <laughs> comes at us, you know, we go side by side yeah, and we, we put right. a resume yeah, down absolutely. on the table and we understand where we come from and how we play right. ball around here. We hang out in the front porch, not in the back porch. The front porch. <laughs> <laughs> no doubt. T, you know what I'm talking about. I hear you, brother. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what do you got for us, uh, Tim? Where, where, where are you coming at us? For uh, your good council well, coverage this week, uh, you know, I mean, the game, uh, the game certainly was one-sided, and you know, as Coach Stefanelli can attest to, you know, it was cold and rainy all night. It was a miserable night, but uh, it was certainly good council's night. And uh, you know, McNamara got the ball first and uh, got a couple first downs up the middle. I, I guess they got a pretty decent back that's kind of quick. Yeah, they can move uh, the ball. But good council shut that down pretty quick, and uh, good council's first play from scrimmage. Troll Palmer took it straight up uh, up the middle for 68 yards, and he really showed a speed burst that I wasn't exactly sure he had, but I certainly saw it on that play. I he told just, you, I told you he was fast. Ran away from their defense, uh, and it was impressive. But there was a it's lot a fast of defense to be running game. away from. <laughs> there was a lot of penalties in this game, and I'm, I'm sure that was driving uh, the coaching staff crazy. Um, so that uh, you know, 
uh, Latrell Palmer had a touchdown called back early also after that one. But uh, the council, you know, was was pretty much dominating the defensive side. Uh, Jalen Green had a fumble return for a touchdown, um, which put them up 14 nothing, 17 nothing and a half. Uh, but Latrell Palmer all day had had numerous long runs and several called back. I mean, that, that was it was like, you know, what the heck are these guys trying to do? Uh, being a cold and rainy, let's get this thing over with. But, uh, <laughs> you know, good council on their side, you know, and I know this is uh, going to be a frustration uh, a lot of quarterback exchange fumbles, uh, and they were rotating a, a quarterback in there, I believe. Um, so there was a lot of snaps on the ground. The council lost a couple of those, got a couple of those back. I think one side of the quarterback picked it up and ran for first down. But uh, I know that's going to be a concern in the next couple of weeks. But luckily, with a bye this week going into the playoffs, uh, that certainly bodes well for preparation with football. And and no more monsoon season might help out. I've taken a few of those snaps in that weather, and, uh, yeah, that ain't no fun, especially when your center's one of your best friends. It's tough. Well, well Coach, <laughs> how, how, how upset can you get in a game with those types of conditions because you know that it's going to be difficult from time to time? Well, it's always frustrating, and you never like to see the ball sure. on the ground. So, But kind of going into the game, factor that it, yeah. it had – Two, both of those kids were backup players with quarterbacks mm-hmm. playing. One was a freshman in his first varsity game ever. And so, wow. you know, we kind of expected that it may happen. You're hoping it doesn't. Yeah. Um, and rotating them didn't help, but I kind of w- I wanted to get the freshman. Just mm-hmm. I want to get his feet wet, so to speak. Sure. And, yeah. Uh, get him in there. And, and so we just said, hey, I don't, I'm not a big platoon quarterback type of guy, but for this game we thought, It'd be a good good way to get them both playing and, and keep them in the rotation. I didn't want a quarterback sitting around for a quarter and then throw them in there, and you're, you know the odds of a fumbled snap are even greater. So absolutely. Um, How about penalties though? Are they excusable? And never. Well, the, no, <laughs> penalties are never. I knew you wouldn't. <laughs> I knew you wouldn't bite on that. Are yeah. you foreshadowing? Oh no no no. Mm. Uh, yeah, we're going to talk about that <laughs> coming up. Tim, you got a question for coach? Coach, how do you guys feel about the next two weeks going into the playoffs? Well, a couple of things. We really feel uh, the bye week's coming at a good time for us. So uh, we're, we've been banged up going into this you know, <laughs> tough stretch. That is a big, bit of a luck of a draw right there. Yeah, just we knew going in we played a tough, you know, I call it a preseason, but the uh, out-of-conference schedule and then going into the, the stretch there, it was going to be tough. And then, you know, you get more beat up playing those guys. So uh, yep. uh, we need a break. I think mentally the kids really are benefiting from a little time away. Mm-hmm. And uh, – but we yes. feel pretty good going into the playoffs. You know, it's going to be tough, but it's what we signed up for. So we're, we're excited. It's a good bye that's week to have. That's great. I mean, that's that's you I, couldn't ask for anything. Better. No, are you, they, and are they going to? They're going to obviously switch that up going I think forward. It's for two years, years, every two, two years, year thing. Yeah, uh, you know how us coaches are. You. When, <laughs> when you skid it, you're like, oh, why did we get the sweet. last week? And yeah. Then, then you're like, eh, maybe it's not so bad. Yeah, maybe the, right. Yeah, there's a little silver lining <laughs> there. Right. Uh, I think it's working out pretty good. Yeah. I think it's pretty good timing. It Tim, is. Tim's going to bring the entire team Continental, I heard. Souvlaki subs. Uh. No? Is that right, Tim? <laughs> the whole team Souvlaki? Chicken Souvlaki. Chicken Souvlaki. 15 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't matter how many Souvlaki. That's 15 minutes, man. Well, so, Tim, you got any uh, parting words of wisdom for us this week as we uh, go into a bye week for your boys, but the final week of WCAC? Well, as I had always liked to direct attention back to the games of the week, even if we're not playing, uh, do we, are we picking scores for SJC Gonzaga? I know that's discussion to be had. 
Absolutely, we are. We'll we'll let you lead. We'll, we'll, we'll you can give yours. You give yours, and then we'll we'll, we'll uh, preview and it. Then and we then we won't then... reference it when we do it. At the yeah, end. and then we'll cut it up in post, and we'll edit it <laughs> together as if you gave it to us like during that part of the show. It's gonna be amazing. I wrote this down an hour ago, and I sealed it in an envelope. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I open it up right now. Open up the envelope. Are there are there accountants in suits sitting next to you. He's actually opening. He is opening an envelope. The piece here, who has just given me the okay, I, I think I'm, I think I'm covered. Uh, St. John's, forty-five Gonzaga, three. Oh, what? I think Boy. This is going to oh, be gosh. an absolute wow. flashing. Yeah. Well, uh, you just made Gonzaga and St. John's yeah, furious just, with you, your you presence. Just made Coach Definelli wince. Yeah. That's yeah. Tim Reddy, everybody. Uh, <laughs> a, I have to call him like I see him. Yep, I like it. <laughs> the St. John's team is just so talented. You know, in high school, you try to stop one guy if you can. You do that with St. John's, and it's like, okay, we got three more guys we're going to use behind him. So who do you got? Uh, I think it's just going to be too much for Gonzaga. I think their defense is going to overwhelm Gonzaga's offensive line. And I love that guy at quarterback. He's my man, but I think he's going to have a tough day and he's going to be running for his life. Uh, So there you have it. All right. Coach Stefanelli just slipped me a note that says, make sure it's known he's not the official spokesman. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely, Coach. Absolutely. That's a fact. Have but... a great evening, and as I always say, Ooh, Falcons on fire. <laughs> That's awesome. That's a little all flavor right, we get. ready. All right, all right. <laughs> Very talented. Right? Isn't it? Isn't it? Yeah, he, was a, he was a heck of a player back in his day. He was a tight end, defensive uh, end kind of guy. He was super player, went on to Shepard and became Hall of Famer there. Um, yeah. appreciate, his, appreciate his input every week. And a, and a, and a music major, apparently. <laughs> yes. We had another game in the WCC. See, there was Wait, another game was this there weekend. Another wasn't game? there another game? Well, Coach has got to go, so, I mean, I, I thought we were wrapping this up. Oh, that's, you just want to wrap it up? Yeah, yeah, I thought we were done. Just, just keep moving on. Okay, I can, we, oh, we can talk about oh, it. Oh, we can wrap it up. <laughs> we can cover this one pretty fast. Hey, just, hey. Like, just like Coach and Tim referenced, a miserable night uh, in the metropolitan area on Friday night, uh, which caused for, hey, it's football. you got to learn how to win a million different ways, and I've said it all year long. I think the cadets have learned to win a million different ways. But that DeMatha defense had no quitting them. There yeah, was a, there, well, there was there's, a physical, there's no physical learning from a game like that. As Coach was saying, you know, there's going to be mistakes made at least physically. Okay, you, 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 the, the the conditions were ridiculous. Uh, both scores for St. John's came uh, off a turnover inside DeMatha's own um, territory. I believe uh, average of 30 yards start going in. So, um, but they did. They fought hard, and um, uh, in my opinion. Uh, the weather largely eliminated a lot of the talent on St. John's side of the ball, so I think this is a completely different game in good weather. I don't know if it, I don't know how different, but it's definitely a different game because I, I think that the athletes, a lot of the athletes, um, were eliminated due to the conditions on both sides of the ball, but certainly on St. John's side. Well, a lot of elimination occurred due to defensive prowess. It was, it was uh, awesome. It was a, it was a not a game for the for the meek. Uh, I'm going to say St. John's had their best defensive day of the year. Marshawn Lloyd held under 50 yards with over 20 carries. I mean, that you know, he's one of a few five stars in this league. We talked about the young tackle at Good Council mm-hmm. himself. And, uh, and you know, there's, those guys are just super talented. But I, I want to say this as a St. John's fan, uh, everyone should have a friend like Ron Cook. 
you know? A guy, Mr. Beast, Dependable, man. a guy you can call at any hour of the night and he's going to show up, someone you can always hang your hat on. And no matter what happens, whether it's midseason up in, uh, up in St. Louis when he has a 97-yard kickoff return, a touchdown reception, and a long run in one half that helped us sneak one out up there. Second year in a row, he's come out against the math with no Keelan Robinson, no Keelan on the field. And that, that would have been, been a good deal for St. John's having Keelan. But like I said, everyone should have a buddy like Ron Cook. Mm -hmm. Three years against, three touchdowns against the Matha last season in the same scenario. He came out this week, two touchdowns, the only two we had, and 117 yards rushing. Uh, man, there's no more underrated in him. He might not be a three-star, four-star, five-star, but he's a superstar. And uh, anyone I think Coach would attest to that, he's seen him on tape. The kid just goes and gets the job done. And uh, he put the program on his back the other night until the defense had to take over. T. And I'm telling you, there were some performances out there that it was, I mean, they're from what I understand, it's called the standover in Landover, one of the greatest goal line stands in St. John's it football history. It's something I've never seen before. And, and, and we, you made the joke about the penalties earlier that I asked Coach Stefanelli about. I mean, I had never seen more penalties on one team. And I'm not saying that the coaches, that the referees were even, you know, picking on them or anything like that. It was just absolutely amazing how many chances DeMatha had within the five, much less on the one. And still weren't able to get it in. That was, it was, a, that eight was plays, awesome to eight. watch. It was awesome to watch. It was it was the way football was intended to be played. It was physical. It was it was uh, it was awesome. It was awesome. Unfortunately, Demathe came out uh, on the, uh, the the bad end of that one. I mean, I don't know. If you guys didn't get a chance to see it. If we right. did, but eight plays inside the ten, four plays from the one, and and somehow that the ball didn't cross the goal line. And and like you said, fifteen penalties to two. Now I'm going to tell you right now. We earned 11 or 12 of them. There's, there's no doubt. I think a few more might have been earned on the other side, and there's a few that went one way or another, but that doesn't matter. This is what it is. This is nah. high school football. Uh, Look, the two biggest mistakes made in the game were by DeMatha, you know, dropping it in their own territory, and, and St. John's taking advantage of a, small, a short field. Yeah. St. John's is so talented, you can't give them a short field to begin with. Um, but all around, with the conditions and everything like that, it was an absolute uh, joy to watch these two teams go after each other the way they did. Well, the guy I, I, had, a, I had a great time watching was Traymond Morris-Brash, senior, number 33, defensive end. And, then, man, that fourth drive, he was the guy that pretty much was a human wrecking ball. Uh, he was nasty all day long. He, he wasn't blocked. He was, he was an absolute beast. Got a shout-out, Trey Williams, Tyze Johnson. On the last play on the goal line stand, Greg Hudgens met Marshawn Lloyd at about the 8-inch line, and they came down together at about the 6-inch line. And then I think that, and that was it. At that point, the offensive line took over. They pretty much ran out the clock. I think the math yeah. only had 10 plays in the fourth quarter on that final drive, ending with uh, Tremont Morris-Brash, <laughs> sack, sack fumble, St. John's recovered. It was, a, it was, like a, it was another 16-round heavyweight WCAC physical just mauling. Terrible weather. Yes. It was just, it was one of those games that, you know, the old school guys at the Knights of Columbus were digging it. Oh, you, I'm you, sure. I, I'm sitting there waiting for a little... Uh, Ball to fly through the air, maybe. Well, maybe because that's play. what St. John's, you know, but, that's that's where yeah. I think they have yeah. an edge over Dematha, and that's why it's going to be, I think, a lot different in a, in, in a good weather game if they were to meet each other again. Um, but you know, some of the start, some of the standouts on Dematha stood out too on both offense and defense. No doubt. Alums, yep. uh, Nick Cross, you know, the, everybody stepped up. Mm -hmm. um, it was it was an enjoyable game, and uh, you know, unfortunately for the weather, but at the same time for. Hey, old Coach is digging that weather. Coach, you like said, hey, listen, give, give me rain. Give me hell and high like water. Us. We loved it. I mean, if you're if – you, and also, if you're, if you're playing a team like St. John's, who has a lot of weapons, you know, you, you've got to figure the, the, the bad weather's 
your friend. In, in, in I think it certainly helped out Damatha in this case to, to, to keep it close. Uh, uh, the unfortunate fumbles, again, you know, it would have been different. But it, it would have been different if, you, if any play changed. Sure. You know, it wasn't just one play. Um, you know, it's going to be interesting to see how this thing really shakes out here in the next few weeks. Yeah. Well, let's let's you know. Uh, of course, I'm going to uh, pull, pick pick my boys and pull for my boys uh, in the season finale. Uh, As you should. And hopefully, um, you know, Demath is not looking past them f- uh, to the playoffs. But there's a big game, uh, an old school uh, rivalry uh, game, you know, being played uh, on I Street this week. You know, yes. Kevin, what do you got for us? Yes. Uh, it's. Uh, I mean, this is oldest uh, rivalry in Catholic <laughs> old, uh, high school. Know, th- this is what we say. Now, there's some discrepancies out there. Nah. There's some people that might argue, but what what I know, what I've been taught and raised from a, a it's the gentleman oldest. older than I am, is the oldest Catholic high school rivalry in the nation. And uh, today, uh, just going about town doing errands, that. I saw a handful of sure. people in Gonzaga hats, handful of people in St. John's hats at the grocery store having conversations. It's St. John's week. It's Gonzaga week. It's the week. It's our. It's just. This is what well, it's the equivalent what we in, do. in our other football mm-hmm. world of Redskins Dallas. I mean, yeah. there is it, it goes that deep. It has that kind of history. Um, I can remember being a kid. All three of my older brothers went to St. John's and watching the cadets, you know, doing their marching thing and um, you know going and and, and uh, putting. I mean, with my mom, my dad, and my brothers going to toilet paper at our best friend's house, sure. the O'Connells, you know, on the night before. You're a maniac, uh, you know, Stuff like that. I mean. That, that, yeah. That's what. That's what. Yeah. That's where we are coming. The from signs doing this stuff. I've, I've, yes. I've been on Absolutely. a few of those, and uh, it, it wasn't Absolutely. any fun. I know that uh, you got the Gonzaga passing attack, and and hey, man, uh, coach, this quarterback can score on you from anywhere on the field, man. Right? I mean, let me no know. Question. Yeah, I, I, it's it's. It's a great looking throw. He's a great player. Yeah. Great player. Yeah, he is. He makes you defend every inch of that hundred <laughs> yards, and you know. But St. John's has guys. You know, uh, with Pat Ward this weekend, he made me say, hey. Uh, he didn't make me say. He said DeMond Otter played his butt off last weekend. St. John's is going to rely on their bigs up front. St. John's is going to be 50-50. Gonzaga is going to go back there. They've got, what would you say, at one point, eight to ten touchdowns out of, yeah. like, 11 from from 45 yards or, or beyond. Yeah. You know, no, they I said their red zone is after they return the kickoff for the punt. They're in the red zone. And, you know, they, they settled it down against McNamara and got the running game going. And that got that little started up, and then had their little bye week, and now they're ready. So their bye week is before the cadets. Good counsels is before the playoffs. St. John's was before DeMatha. So everyone has a bit of a competitive advantage if you want to look at it that way. But I know not every coach looks at it that way. Like you said previous to when you saw it, you're like, what the heck? How about that? But that's just how it is, and we understand every two years. This St. John's-Gonzaga game is something else, and uh, I've loved being a part of it, being the water boy, uh, playing in it and coaching in it, and now being a fan. It's been, it's been something that I've uh, really embraced. It's a mostly respectful rivalry all the time, most of the time. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. you know, that's yeah. another thing. Worrying about penalties in that game, you know, that, that, that's going to be both coaches' concern. Worrying about not having someone thrown penalties, out before turnovers. the playoffs. Now, there's a competitive advantage, Coach. You can't get anyone thrown out before the playoffs now. That, that ship has sailed oh, since last week. Targeting calls and stuff like that, yeah. too. And you remind them, I'm sure, the coaches – St. John's exactly reminded the kids of that all week. Yeah. You, can say it, you can say it till you're blue in the face, right? Yeah. You still got to cross both fingers, flex up those bike coaching shorts, and hope to God that not one of your studs is heading into the playoffs standing next to you yeah. on the sidelines. Does a bike? Does bike still make the official coaching the bike shorts? Coaches, I mean, yeah, there's yeah. Some people it, watching yeah. this that have no idea what bike coaching shorts are. <laughs> yeah, we're Under Armour guys. Over here. Yeah. Hey, we must protect this house, but underneath. 
I don't know. The I'm old just, school pair of bikes. Saying. I know exactly what you're talking about. The old school bikes. You had you had a pair of bikes at some point in time. Come on. Oh, back in the day, yeah. 80s. Maybe. I had a bike helmet. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Fair enough. Hey, Christmas list, everybody. He needs a pair of bikes. Hey, throw one in for me for old school style. It'll be retro here in about Extra five years. Small Under Armour guy. bike shorts. That's what we got. In the style of the. Oh, that that's gonna be that's going up on the site. We gotta when, go. we, when we do our first moment sports swag, <laughs> the uh, old school coach shorts. <laughs> All right, so let's do some predictions. Um, now, do you uh, being in your bye week, we don't want to put you on the spot, but do you, do you have any thoughts on the game that uh, between these two programs? It's interesting because <clears throat> you know they're going to play again in a week in the playoffs. So, yeah. Uh, be interesting to see kind of what they want to show. It's it's tough. That's a rivalry game, so they both want to win it badly. I, you know, I think because <laughs> of that. <laughs> It's a toss-up, even though you know, maybe mm-hmm. somebody say St. John's is obviously their top team. <clears throat> Gonzaga's really, really good. Yeah, nothing matters in this rivalry. It's, it's, I know that. Yeah, so uh, I'd, I'd say toss-up game, really. My but, question for you, Coach, about this game. Sorry, yeah. real quick. This is what I've been thinking about all day, and I'd like to have someone who's actually in the mix. On, if you know you're going to play the team back-to-back weeks, wouldn't this kind of be the week to maybe uh, unleash a few tricks out of the bag that maybe, you know, you just want to get on tape, maybe have them have to prepare a little longer for. Yeah. Maybe you feel a little more comfortable because it's not an end-all, be-all situation. Or am I just, you know? Two schools of thought. One is that, that you let you know, put it out there so they have to prepare for it. And then the other is you don't want to show anything and save it. So, I don't know. I don't know how they, those guys will approach it. But, uh, you know, I think a lot of guys would probably hold it unless you really need it. Mm-hmm. I, I'd like to think that more thinking goes into the second game than the first game. You want to get the win first. You know, do what you normally do. Don't do anything different. You know, win that game and then realize if you're playing them again the next week, that's when you got to maybe have the thought of some wrinkles and stuff like that. Well, that's the way I would, I would see it. That's probably how I would approach it. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, I think it's such a big game and – you know, you win that game if you're Gonzaga. That you know, does so much for their fan base. And mm-hmm. long, it's a big deal. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know. Especially and they're hosting it on site this year. Yeah, it's, that's oh pretty yeah. cool. It's home, pretty and home. home and home. Yeah. And here's the deal. This is only the fifth time in this rivalry's history that the two teams have played back-to-back, obviously since the playoffs started. But since 2001, both these teams have played four separate times going into this time. Only once has the same team not won twice. Wow. That was 2016. Wow. When, uh, Kasim Hill, Maryland's starting quarterback, mm-hmm. who's doing a heck of a job. Another uh, great guy to have coming from this conference, leading us That's locally right. through this tumultuous season for the Terps. Uh, they lost in the regular season. St. John's laid an egg, came back, and uh, Kasim put it on his shoulders and won the game at Gonzaga. So that's crazy to me. So, and, and then the scores seemed to go high scoring, 37-24, down to 10-7. to 34-14, 3 to nothing. So that second week seems to be when uh, no punches are pulled and uh, you know the game's got super tight. Can't wait to see what happens this week. Can't wait to be a part of it. Matt, you want to uh, give us our first score prediction? Besides, uh, besides Tim Reddy's? Well, Tim Reddy, uh, nobody's going to top him. So let's go uh, St. John's 24, Gonzaga 20. All right, 24-20. Tough battle. Maybe the last uh, possession wins the game. We'll see. Interesting. Uh, T? So I, I actually think having seen both teams play, um, knowing uh, Coach Trivers uh, in terms of how he was talking last week, um, I think that guy's a no-nonsense, you know, all-business guy. He's going to have this team ready uh, to go, and I think it's going to be a, a really interesting first half. Uh, I even think that Gonzaga could possibly um, have the lead going into the, to the halftime, but I think St. John's puts it on like they usually do in the second half, 
and some of those playmakers are just not going to be able to be contained for an entire football game. And I think eventually that St. John's pulls away. It's going to be 31-17 St. John's. I will. The one thing I think about this game is since I'm, I didn't go to either of these schools, and uh, I, I feel like I can say this kind of objectively, and that is I think St. John's is, is chasing something a little uh, that's a little bit bigger than the rivalry this week. I think it's, it's keeping them focused in, in, a, in an interesting way. I do think that they are going to be in the conversation for the best team in, the, in this country, the number one team at the end when it's all said and done. Potentially, some, some guys for, from opposing schools are going to have something to say about that uh, in, 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 the, in the playoffs. Um, but you play each other, you know, you, you want to win the WCAC, and that happens at the championship game uh, now at Catholic University, Kevin, yes. on Sunday, November 18th. 18th. Um, that's when that happens. And that you don't win the WCAC this week, um, and you want to be good for the playoffs. And I think that can shape a lot of coaching decisions any other time. But uh, there's, there's, a, there's more at stake here for the St. John's program, and I think that's interesting All right. I, as, a, as a fan. And, I, and on the flip side, I, I also think that um, it's cool. Now, I, I didn't play football at McNamara, but I got to, we, came, or we got to come home and play on the field at McNamara after a couple of years of playing in, in a field away, mm -hmm. you know, after this being soccer. Uh, and it was a big deal. You know, the, the, the students were there. It was, it was on our campus. It was, it was, it was awesome. Um, and I, I, gotta, I just got to think that there's going to be something right. extra running through their veins, too. It's going to be hostile. Yeah, and I, and I think that's cool. And, and so Without a doubt, I think that, you know, Gonzaga's known to have a great student section. Yes, they, you know, they absolutely are. The most engaged, are. Uh, no offense to any of their student sections, this is, this is historic, too. I mean, this goes back a long, long, long time. And I think that matters. In my opinion. And I, yeah, it's going to be an incredible environment. So I'm, I'm going to go. Do you, do you want to talk before I give my No, prediction? you go right ahead. I just, uh, you know, I have to say it. I know. I, nothing I, is yes. bigger than this rivalry. I understand. And I, I had appreciate where you're heading with all this, <laughs> yep. but nothing is bigger than this rivalry. It's like Bono said from you too. They said, why did you move from the neighborhood you grew up in? He said, what was I supposed to do, get a big house on the hill? I know 20 guys that would have gone into there and taken everything. <laughs> if you got it, they want it. And guess what? If you think St. John's is, has the number one ranking, no one would like to take that from them. Well, it's exactly. a tie between the other three. But in, on this day, on this Saturday, yes, that, that, that's the case. I'm just saying that's, you know, no, this is yes, chasing a mythical a national championship to me game. has nothing to do yeah. with anything. This, game this has something to do <laughs> yeah. with beating Gonzaga. Fair and enough. Walking around for a week at Safeway and, and winking at people with a little hop in your step Understood. as you pick up a couple of ho-hos and some Doritos. And I, I, that's, why this, this, that's why I love this show. You know, we, th these are every single right. thing is is relevant and matters and it goes into a high school a high school game that more people care about than just St. John's and Gonzaga people. Um, if you care about high school football, it's a big deal for a lot of reasons and you don't have you don't have to have gone to either school to appreciate some of the really cool aspects of this matchup. I uh, I, I just I, to me I'm, my mind is just kind of blowing up about these guys playing each other back to back and knowing it um, I I I'm about to go Sam Kinison on you. I think St. John's wins <laughs> by a point. St. John's point? wins by one point. Yeah, I'm going to say like 22-21. I just think it's, it's going to be, and I'm not saying it's going to be at the, a buzzer beater, but I think it's a close game for all, for all those reasons, and I think St. John's comes out at the end. 22-21 um, is an odd score. It is, it is. Because something weird is going to happen in this game. I don't think it's going to be a game where you just go and you see a running back. I think something weird is going to happen the next week. Okay. I think that I think <laughs> not having gone against each other yet, 
Um, I, again, I just think St. John's going to pull away. I think it's next week okay. where some of the weird stuff's going to happen. So is my prediction? Yep. My prediction go. is that you guys are predicting weirdness, and I know that something weird happens down here pretty much every Tuesday. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Usually it's pre-show. Tonight it was a tad bit of that pre-show. Yeah. Uh, had an experience. And, I, and, I, and seeing as it, you know, it was. Uh, I'm just going to go right to the prediction. Yeah. 37-20, Cadets, that's my feeling. I think Gonzaga's able to move the ball and score some points. I think what's happened in, in the last few games against Gonzaga is that D-line. Has, uh, has, has, has worn that offensive line out by the second half. Uh, I'm not saying this year. I'm saying in years past. So last year, I saw young Caleb Williams take a million hits in the regular season, and I saw how that affected him as the game wore on. And there are some super stud athletes. Gonzaga's O-line is huge. Uh, as it, in every game in the WCC between these four teams heading to the playoffs, the, the battles won at the line of scrimmage and made the baddest team that day win. Yep, yep. Well uh, Coach, we're going to do a quick whip around of some of the other uh, games in action across the WCAC. Why don't you take us there, Matty? A little Metro Conference wrap-up from last week. Uh, Archbishop Carroll and Ironton battled on Moss Collins Field. It was a little sloppy. I think that's one of the last uh, natural grass fields left in the area. Uh, didn't matter. They still played ball down there. Carroll put up 50 points. Uh, Ironton All right. Wow. Wow. O'Connell stepped out of conference, uh, went down to Fork Union, and lost a nail-biter 12-7. Uh, the game of the week was uh, down in Interesting Southern Maryland. Game of the week, uh, the Saint Hawaii Mary's of the WCAC. Played <laughs> host to the Paul the Six Panthers. Shout out Ken uh, And Paul the <laughs> Six went down there and laid a twenty-seven point uh, thrashing. However, Riken put up twenty-four, so they are most likely uh, your two uh, championship uh, contenders. However. Going into this weekend, the Archbishop Carroll Lions might have something to say about that. They're going to travel mm -hmm. down to Riken on Friday night. O'Connell will travel over to Paul the Sixth in a rivalry game. However, both of those sets of teams will Damn. meet in two weeks for the playoffs as well. Mm -hmm. So it's a, a decision of what are you going to show this week. Oh, there's still some next. work for Paul the Sixth and Riken to get to get where they got to go. That's absolutely in that right. Southern Maryland and Northern Virginia. That's an interesting dynamic yeah. in, the, in the WCAC we got going on this week. So those will be uh, two interesting scores to see, as well as what we just uh, wrapped up as well. So uh, I'll hand the bike back, back over to Coach. Real here. fast though, we we'll, we'll go out on football, but let's we also have soccer playoffs and championship here. coming up. So Catholic University is hosting this week the uh, WCAC soccer championship. We had playing uh, last night. My boys McNamara uh, lost to Paul the Six, who went to St. John's today. And pulled off another upset. And one, so they on military they, road. They beat the cadets. That's so fun. I mean, obviously, it's you know you you put on the pads and hit each other in practice, you know, every day. But to be able to play back to back to back, um, you know, games, and the only way you can do that, obviously, is you got to start to play in, and you got to you know move your way. It's right. And good teams are waiting for you. Um, in this case, uh, the team of the moment in the WCAC is the Heights uh, head coach Colin Gleason. Shout out, we're going to have him on this show. Um, awesome program, nationally ranked. I want to say. The last I heard, they were 42, uh, but with a bullet, uh, you know, nationally. Um, so good for them, and uh, we they we beat, expect to see them. They beat Carroll in the, some, or the quarters today. Okay. Uh, three to zero. Good counsel pulls off an upset over DeMath, three to one. Ooh. There you go. And Gonzaga and O'Connor are actually playing right now down on uh, Buchanan Field. Now, on your bye week, uh, where was the good counsel game played? believe it was at DeMatha. At DeMatha. Okay, yeah, because it was an upset. Yeah, because DeMatha, I believe, was, was high, higher, higher seed. seed. Yes. You got to get the boys out behind those, those Falcon soccer soccer players. That was the coolest thing. And, you know, and of course, they have a bias, so it's possible. But um, when, when our programs 
matched up on off days or practice days, and you know you could see you know a whole team would be in the stands, uh, soccer for football or football for basketball or basketball for soccer, and it, it, it's cool. Uh, good, good for the Falcons. And you you get a chance to check out some of the other. Oh yeah, I forgot he doesn't. Have, yeah, sorry. That, no, that's that's great. I mean, that's about the community and, and the kids love to go support the other teams. And we you know we we organized some stuff for the for our football players mm-hmm. to go. Uh, we you know, did a girls volleyball game this year yep. at St. John's, and uh, we try to get down to soccer games. And, and it's, it's hard in season; it's the hardest because we're practicing so so much. Oh yeah, the games are being played uh, off season is a little bit easier, but um, sure, it's great to see when the, when the kids go. And yeah, shout out to uh, Jeremy, our head uh, soccer. There you go, yep. big uh, big win. You know, uh, always hey, why would you? Always love to see the stags take 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 down. Maddie, we have. Uh, Vol- volleyball and field hockey as uh, well. We have some girls soccer. Girls soccer. Report back. Uh, good counsel was playing Paul the sixth. I don't know if you uh, had a score on that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's, 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 yeah, he's, he's, he's got his. I, 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 it's a good time watch. not to have a mic in hand. <laughs> <right>? <laughs> so we'll we'll get a score for that. St. John's beat Ireton two to one. Okay. Uh, O'Connell and Seton were playing a late afternoon game, and the Bishop McNamara Mustangs two to one winners at Riken. So the Lady Mustangs will advance to the semifinals of the yep. soccer. Uh, you know, and, and I don't think they're going to be the, the, the favorite team by the end, but they do have some good players. And they, the girls' soccer program's coming along nicely at McNamara. And uh, we're waiting for some field hockey scores to come. And St. John's was up big on Seton, and Ironton was up on Paul the Sixth. So we'll, we'll wrap that up defending, on the show as well. Defending champions. So I think the volleyball defending champions, are, I believe that's Holy Cross. I believe that's and right. And I think the, the defending uh, field hockey champions St. is St. John's. John's. Okay. Yes. We're gonna come out. I'm trying to. I got. We got to keep it all straight. We, know we are your. Thank home God for you two. For all your WCAC. You should see what I've been drawing over here. Yes, yeah. right. <laughs> and we will. That's gonna. Oh be m- no! Much content. respect and love. I'm listening. Oh yes, I yes, love yes, all yes. of this. I just uh, think I'm a little too hyper focused. I got to expand you my brain. All right. We're gonna bring it back. All right. So, coach, we're gonna get you out. Uh, we're gonna get get out of this uh, WCAC spectacular. We're gonna remind everybody that I'm I'm aiming for next week. Um, if you if, if you're uh, hanging with us, we're going to be we're going to try to switch over to YouTube um, in the next you know six seven days. That's going to be where you're going to watch our live broadcast of the semifinal um, on Saturday, November 10th. That's where you're going to watch the uh, live broadcast first moment sports of the uh, final on Sunday, uh, November 18th. And so we want to be doing this show on that same platform. It's a free subscription. Please give us a subscription. You'll you'll be able to uh, follow all, all of our programming. Tell your friends. Tell your mom. Tell yeah, your mom after tell one month, friends. you're not going to get a $9.99 bill on your you thing. Know, you yeah, got it back. And about 13 months from now, exactly. we'd have saved you $130. We're, we're, that's basically, <laughs> there you go. I mean, we're saving you money just by Although, tuning in. Although, there's a great service provider. I'm not going to yes. argue about what free. Hey, free on YouTube Live? Let's do it, It boys. sells itself, really. The service Let's sells it. itself. <laughs> uh, so, Coach, thank you so much for joining us tonight. Uh, I wanted to get you out on like you know some pop culture things because Kevin Kevin got me thinking. Uh-oh. Yeah, you know you don't talk football. He at makes home. me nervous with this stuff. Well, so that means that means All you know he's, he's, he, yeah, it makes everybody yeah. everybody <laughs> nervous. All right, so last movie you saw at the movie theater. Or just or big name movie you could have you know at the like movie theater is perfect because like, uh, uh, let's, uh, let's go let's go at the movie theater. No, I can't even remember last. That's what I was gonna say. <laughs> That's you, what I was hoping. I was hoping for like Jaws or Rocky. <laughs> or like something Back like, to the uh, Future. Uh, Friday, nineteen eighty five. I lived with the head high school football coach my whole entire life. I, I'm telling you, that would be. I think Hoosiers might be his answer. Yeah, 
Oh, what's 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 your favorite song that you have to listen to because your team put, puts it on every day, but you you kind of find yourself liking it uh, in spite I, of yourself. I Titles of these songs, I've oh. we read All right, all right. Well, you know, I I want to. I just want to. The man just knows what pumps him up. All right. Yep. I want to know, Kevin, if there's any words on that paper, there's just uh, drawings over there. Oh, there's lots of numbers and symbols, okay. but uh, for the last half an hour, there's definitely wagon wheels with all kinds of spokes going okay, on over here. Yeah. yeah, I appreciate that, Coach. He's got, he's it's like got, a beautiful <laughs> mind. He, he's got written down about 50 times when Judge Wapner comes on. <laughs> sometimes, Kevin Ricca with There's a movie reference for you, right? Yeah. yeah, I like it. I like it. All right, all right. Until next Tuesday <laughs> when we will be back to preview uh, the first round of the WCAC uh, football playoffs. We'll have more updates on, on all the other programs. We're hoping um, to uh, be joined by Coach Malloy from Bishop McNamara um, to uh, give us a little insight into some of the programs he's faced as they face off in the uh, playoffs. Um, and we'll just be at it having, having another fun week of amazing WCAC action. I mean, how cool is this, Ben? Now we've had... Uh, we have Coach Moy coming next week. We've had four WCAC guys. Uh, I mean, having Coach Stefanelli in the basement, a top 20 high school football coach in the nation, taking yep. his time out on the bye week. This is the stuff, man. That, hey, it's been awesome getting to know you tonight, Coach, and uh, we are really looking forward to getting to know you a little bit better as we move on and uh, having you back again and as, as, our, as this unfolds and as this grows. Thanks for being a part of it. We really appreciate it. Absolutely. I love what you guys are doing. It's great to have you guys out here promoting the WCAC. I agree it is the best league and yes, multiple sir. sports in the nation. Yes, sir. Absolutely. You know, it is great. It's great what you guys are doing. It's great for the kids and uh, all the fans out there to have, have you guys out there promoting. Appreciate it, Coach. He's Matt, the Real Deal Seal. He's Tim Strachan. Well, Coach, thank you so much for coming. Uh, good luck the rest of the way, except when you play the math. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, stay, healthy. stay healthy. Yeah, stay healthy. Stay healthy. And uh, really appreciate you and, and your program, what you've been doing out there. And uh, for coming down here and, and enduring this for a uh, half hour or so. Appreciate it. And love to have you back. Have you, like, binged any TV shows recently in the last <laughs> no, year or so? Like, no. No, no. DVR? He, he watches, he watches just, film. Yeah, yeah. yeah I got a show for you. Film, it's called, I, still call it I coach film, in the WCAC. And if I'm looking at a screen, there's going to be ball on it. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure if he's watching anything on TV, it's whatever his wife says. Sit down next <laughs> well, exactly. to me and watch. What, what is that show? Yeah, she goes upstairs. Okay. <laughs> all right. All right. Fair well, She's then. learned already. <laughs> <laughs> I forget it. See it. See you in uh, late November, right? <laughs> he's Kevin Ricca. Hey, thanks, everyone. Appreciate everyone checking us out tonight. And uh, good luck to all the kids. And like I said, all you kids, stay healthy these next couple weeks. Enjoy it. I'm Ken Marangolo. On behalf of First Amendment Sports, this was... WCAC Spectacular. <laughs>